0: SITC fam. If you like what you're hearing, don't forget to rate us five stars on any podcast platform. Leave us a review wherever you can. And don't forget to subscribe to Giselle on YouTube. Follow us on Instagram and find us on Facebook at Sonographers in the Cities.
1: Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Sonographers in the Cities. I'm Lynn. And I'm Giselle. And this episode, we're back with another informative uh, episode. Uh, Last week, we talked about where you can find sonographers. And the week before that, we talked about what is diagnostic medical sonography and sonographers, technologists versus ultrasound. So today we will be talking about what types of sonographers are there meaning what specialties that stenographers can practice and for those of you who are interested in stenography what specialties you can go into.
0: Yes very well said Lynn. (laughs) So we're going to basically talk about all the different types of registries you can get under ARDMS which is the accreditation company here in the United States. I know in other countries it's going to be different but if you go to ardms.org, you can find all of this information on there when you are doing your research. Because I know many of you who are students want to figure out what you want to become specialized in, like babies, OBGYN, or abdomen, vascular. So those are the things we're going to talk about today. To start off, let's see what Lynn is registered in and specialized in. I am first
1: registered in uh vascular technology so i'm a registered vascular technologist rvt um second i am registered in cardiac sonography so i'm a registered diagnostic cardiac sonographer rdcs
0: <laughs> yeah good job <laughs> yes and you can do you know all of that if you want you can have mm-hmm. rdms rdcs rvt you can do anything that you want to do, really, truly. Your your opportunities are so open and endless that you can go back to school to get another one if you wanted to get a different one, if you went to a different school that didn't offer one. We get this question a lot, which is, if I become a cardiac sonographer or if I become a registered diagnostic medical sonographer, can I become the other and the short answer is yes, you can. It just depends on if you want to put in the work and effort to get all of those registries. So Lynn went to school, which actually taught all of the things. And, most
1: of them, yes. Yeah,
0: most of the things, because there's something else like musculoskeletal, which isn't really taught in school mm-hmm. for the most part. Um, and midwife. Yeah, midwife or pediatric sonography mm-hmm. some schools don't teach that or neuro sonography even yes um which has to do with transcranial dopplers in the brain
1: and i believe that with neuro is currently being like um it's on a hold right they're not mm-hmm. accrediting it at the yes. moment
0: yeah so they're not actually having a test where you need to go take that and get a certification for example um so and i'm looking at it right now in 2017 they put it on hold until further notice so they don't have that for you to go and take that test but when people ask me oh can i do neurosonography?" yeah you can you just don't have a certification for it right now in the united states at least you can still learn it and you will probably have to find someone that specializes in that to get that registry, but that is an option to do that. So I'm gonna start with um our
1: just so oh. uh, why don't you go over what oh. you're registered in because <laughs> you are like going all over it but you didn't tell us oh, what
0: registered. Well I am registered in uh ARDMS. The first one that I got was abdomen. So I did the abdomen board exam. And then I'm also registered in vascular technology, just like Lynn. I took my RVT after my abdomen. And then the place that I work at, they require, require you to have pediatric sonography because it is a pediatric hospital, which is also a very... Uh, uncommon registry to have. Not a lot of people have the pediatric sonography certificate or registry. And I got that one more recently. If you guys look at my YouTube videos, I was studying it with everybody. And so I have like study with me videos on it, but not a lot of people have pediatric sonography. So I have two registries under RDMS and one registry under RBT. So technically three. And I'm trying to think if I should take OBGYN, but I don't know yet. That's that's maybe for future purposes. <laughs> but I do have those. And RDMS is essentially where you guys are all going to go to get these registries. And Lynn can even get her abdomen registry if she wanted to. Um, so yeah, we're going to go over all the registries uh abdomen is the first one under RDMS and then breast fetal echo is also under RDMS you can take it under either or which i believe we've spoken about before um because echo is its whole kind of world but you can do fetal echo under RDMS OBGYN and pediatric sonography also the spi falls under this RDMS tab because you have to get your sonography certificate or registry in order to take any of the other registries as well too. They go hand in hand together. For RDCS, Registered Diagnostic Cardiac Sonographer, which is what Lynn is, this is her whole specialty. She (laughs) can get uh, fetal echo under RDCS. She already has adult echo, so that's A-E. Or you can get pediatric echo. so adult, feel and pediatric. Do you want to explain to them what the difference is between the three of those?
1: Yes <laughs> so adults echo is you know basically just for adults, and I'm testing, and pediatrics is until they are eighteen, right? And with echo um, adults and uh, peds. Um, the imaging is different the views are different that's and they're like totally different ball games for um each other so that's why it's very it's a a separate um was it registry Mm -hmm. and fetal as well too because the way the heart grows from when you're a fetus to um when you're uh, a, a child to an adult it's very different. That's why the views are different. And even though the heart is one organ, it's just a very complicated organ. And that's why you have three registry for three different aspects of the lifespan. Yeah,
0: exactly. And so are you planning on getting fetal or pediatric? I'm planning to get them all.
1: <laughs> Yay! But we'll see.
0: We'll see. We will see. And then after echo or cardiac which both mean the same thing. We've got registered vascular technologists, which is RVT. So that's its own thing. So vascular technology, obviously that has to do with the veins, the arteries of the body. Um, that also includes a uh, circle of Willis stuff and um, TCDs too. They're, they ask a few questions I believe on TCDs and well, they can ask a few questions. I mean, that's in the question. Yes. Bank. Yes. So that's also a good exam for you to take. And I think a lot of hospitals require RVT um, because it is a very common exam, which is to check for DVT, to check for venous thrombosis, mm-hmm. all of which you guys will all learn as you go through school. But it's good to do research right now to see what your options are, because it would also help you to know this, to choose what school you want to go to. So that's why this is very important to even think about before you go into school, because sometimes if you go into school and they don't have what you want, then you have to figure out, oh, crap, I wanted to do vascular, but they don't offer vascular. Now what do I do? So those are things and why you need to do some research. The last one is musculoskeletal sonography. Um, and that is also kind of more on the uncommon side, just because I think it's a very specialized field of sonography. Like, I don't even do a lot of musculoskeletal sonography in the hospital. And a lot of the outpatient centers I worked at didn't either. So, you really do have to have high knowledge of musculoskeletal stuff, MSK. And there's a few Instagrams actually that I've seen who specialize in MSK. So maybe do some research on that if that's something you're interested in. I feel like those people work highly with doctors and in office settings because I don't get we don't get a lot of MSK in our hospital i don't know if you even saw did you see any during your festivals? no no yeah not in the hospitals
1: mm-hmm. i so, think it's just very very um specialized in yeah. uh like private practice or in a specialist
0: mm-hmm. uh, office yeah so if you guys have msk or if you know anyone who has msk let us know down below yes i'd like to talk to you <laughs> <laughs> But those are all the registries under ARDMS.org that you can take. Um, Obviously the midwife one, which you can get certified under ARDMS as well. We just, we still haven't met anyone. I don't think that has has midwife sonography either. Let's see here. Yeah, so it says that they um, have the knowledge and skills in the area of female reproductive system, as well as the fetus in the first, second, and third trimesters of pregnancy. So you gain critical knowledge in promoting safety in women's point-of-care ultrasound, which is pretty cool too. Mm-hmm. I think that would be really cool to have if you were an OBGYN sonographer or you know, if you want to specialize in that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. And that's an option that you have. So lots of options on becoming a sonographer and becoming registered so lynn what do you have to say to people who ask you can i uh do i have to do only abdomen ultrasound if i get specialized in abdomen
1: i'll say no uh because your options are and list like the list of options chiselle just said um it's based on if you're looking for this um, as research to what schools you're going to and what jobs you're going to get and what concentrations you're you really feel passionate about, I would say just look at the schools around you, what programs they offer and look at the current job openings around you, what positions they offer and how feasible it is for you to go to these schools with their programs and be able to get the jobs that you want in your area. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think all of that just ties into you know research what you're looking for. Um, if they don't have what you're looking for, and you're out of options, just go with the most versatile option Mm -hmm. and then from there once you start working you'll make connections and then move to um, a position where you can be able to you know sit for another registry apply for other jobs and pursue uh, a career into the concentration that you want
0: yeah very well said because (laughs) You know, a lot of times I, I, I just kind of fell into sonography. So obviously I didn't really do much research, but when you hear the people who are in the middle of their schooling or after the fact, so these are like, you know, things I wish I did before I became a sonographer or things I wish I knew before I became a sonographer. If you did your research, you would know that You'd have to go to school to learn everything. You can't just become an ob sonographer and only learn about babies. You have to learn everything in the general sonography standpoint. You have to learn abdomen, OBGYN, kidneys, gallbladder, liver, spleen. Some of those schools also include vascular. So then you have to learn vascular too. But once you finish that schooling, you can go ahead, take your ob registry, and only be an ob sonographer if that's what you really want. Or you can, like Lynn said, be more versatile. Take the ob registry. You know, you went to school that had abdomen as well. So you can take the abdomen registry too and work in a hospital setting that does all different types of ultrasounds. You can work in a clinic that does all different types of ultrasounds. When you get your specialty registry, that just means you are knowledgeable in that field of whether it be abdomen, whether it be breast. Did I mention breast? I don't even know if it. Yes, yes. you did. Yeah. Okay. Whether it be breast, (laughs) because like breast also is another one of those that not a Mm -hmm. lot of people get because breast is mainly done in a clinical setting, like an outpatient setting, because it's not. An emergent situation for the most part, unless you're looking for an abscess, mm-hmm. but when you're looking at breast lumps or anything like that, you should want to get a breast registry because you're going to be dealing with breast all the time. You want to be knowledgeable. It just makes you more marketable to wherever you want to work. And you can say, Hey, I have my breast registry, you know? you can hire me because I have my breast registry other than like somebody else who doesn't have their breast registry. Right. And it just gives you kind of like that one up. So I didn't learn breasts like in the actual like class or lab setting. We didn't scan breasts on our classmates. We learned breasts in class, but we didn't scan each other's breasts. You you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. We only learned in clinical now everyone's schools are different i'm sure there are some schools that let people scan each other's breasts like that's that could probably be a thing out there but we don't do that at our school so i had to learn all of that in the clinical setting and i could decide if i wanted to be breast registered or not i still scan breast ultrasounds now but i'm not registered in breast so that's kind of where I think some people get confused about cuz they think oh if I get registered in abdomen I'm only I'm only limited to scanning abdomen and you're not and I think what the main thing people should do as well is if you look at a hospital application like if you look online you look at the careers or if you look at a clinic settings application what does it say in the fine print below does it say need to be registered in X, Y, Z? Like, do you do they prefer you to be vascular registered or RDMS registered? Or do they need you to be adult echo registered? And that can kind of give you that mindset of, okay, hey, maybe I should get that registry because this is where I want to work. And that, like Lynn said, ties into doing research.
1: And I have a question for you.
0: Oh, yes. Say
1: um, you get this question from a current sonography student who is halfway through their program and they find that they lost interest in their um, program, in the concentration that they're going to, and they they want a different concentration. What would you say? Like how can they go about it into moving to that a new concentration, new specialty?
0: Well, I guess it depends on the school. So, are you saying that does the school not offer what they want? Yes. Or they just decided they wanted to do something else, or
1: or they decided they want to do something else.
0: Hmm. Well, you're already like in the middle of it too. Yeah. To switch. Oh, that's hard. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but also, here's the thing. It's realistic. <laughs> it is realistic, yeah. and the thing is, is if you're already halfway through. There's two options, right? You quit and you find another program and go to the one that you want to. But then you also lose the fact that you already made it halfway through and you're almost done. Mm. You can one, either stick that out because I always like to just like look at your options, right? Mm -hmm. You can either one stick it out and go through that program, get a job in that field and then try to find you know, someone, a sonographer, a sponsoring sonographer, to help you gain lessons. You know, scanning, scanning wise, someone has to take you in, or you have to go to another school, right, to get a certificate to get more training in that other specialty that you want to do. So, do you? the The main question is: Do you give up everything that you've already worked for at that time where you're at to to just go and do the other specialty or do you finish that specialty make yourself more marketable and then try to figure out how to do the other specialty you know what i'm saying because you already put your time into that school um like for me if i was already like oh i'm in the middle of my abdomen general sonography vascular but i want to do echo so this is this is that situation right Mm-hmm. Well, I guess I'll just finish abdomen, obiwan, everything because I'm already here, and then I'll figure out how I can get echo after that, because that's really the the two ways you're doing it, or you're yes. in echo. I'm in echo. I'm in the middle of echo, and I just don't like the heart anymore. Hmm. Okay. Well, I guess I'll just finish out echo, and then try to figure out how I can get my general sonography. You know, do I have to go enroll again into another school? Or because you graduate, depending on if it's an associate's or bachelor's, there are other options that you can do. The certificate programs are, are there for you to get because you already have finished something else before. So every situation Lynn and I always get yeah. are like different, but they're also like unique so you have to kind of look at the situation so this is why if you have these kinds of situations you reach out to us you reach out to people in the community because everyone here is willing to help you you guys aren't alone in this and that's why we're here to spread ultrasound awareness and help guide you guys with our mistakes because lots of people (laughs) lots of us sonographers have made mistakes you know Mm-hmm. and um if you're doing your research you can you can really try to not make those mistakes but also you're going to make mistakes and there's going to be those times where you're like oh man should i still do this but at the end of the day you kind of weigh out your pathways and your you know what happens after you make a decision like the ripple effect mm-hmm. you know and just get Definitely. some advice from people so but that's a good question yes that
1: question also applies to if they if uh, programs in your area doesn't have the concentrations that you want, but mm-hmm. you have to go to one of the programs in order to become registered to start working, and then once you start working, you find a you know like Giselle said, a sponsor stenographers who can teach you that specialty or um, continue on with a different program.
0: Yeah. And look at ARDMS.org. Yeah. There's lots of prereqs on there that mm-hmm. can help you decide the type of sonographer that you want to, to be. You just read kind of the descriptions also go to ultrasound schools. I believe like ultrasound ultrasoundschoolinfo.com. Yes. Um, I think that's what it is. And they have lots of blogs on there, lots of information if you're looking for a school, caahep.org, there's lots of websites out there that will help you kind of decide. But also look at everyone's YouTube videos, TikToks, Reels, Instagrams. You can see the types of sonographers that are out there for you to decide. And just know that you're not limited to one or the other, and you can do all of them even if you wanted. I'm a general general vascular sonographer, but I can go learn echo right now if I really wanted to, you know, there's so many opportunities. Lynn is an echo and vascular sonographer, but she can go ahead and get her abdomen and and um, OB breast OBGYN pediatric. She can get all of that too. And she will be very marketable um, and can basically work anywhere. So Your options are endless. You can be any sonographer you want to be. Just do your research and use the information that's already out there to help you on your journey to becoming a sonographer. And hopefully this episode was helpful for you guys today. (laughs) We love talking ultrasound.
1: Yes, we love talking about it. And we love connecting through sounds with you guys. So thank you so much for tuning into this episode. And we'll see you Next time. Yes, I'll
0: see you guys in the next one.
1: Bye. Bye. Thank you for connecting through sounds with us. We appreciate you and can't wait to connect with you again next time.